No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. This episode of No Simple Road is proudly brought to you and sponsored by the one and only Shop Shop Tour Tour Bus. Go to shoptourbus.com and look at all all the beautiful, amazing, what incredible, what stupendous, Grateful Dead inspired designs that they're putting on t-shirts and hoodies and stickers and all the fun stuff that we all love to collect and have and, you know, wear our colors uh, literally on our chests. I'm wearing one right now. Which one? Which one is that? Let it grow. That's beautiful. Let it grow. All these shirts are super comfy and soft and premium and beautiful. And the hoodies are amazing. All the designs are Grateful Dead songs told in picture. So it's not the, you know, uh, same old on your nose Grateful Dead art that you know. They have a couple new designs. One of them is the Friend of the Devil. Friend of the Devil design. Go over and look and at that And the sticker's one. pretty dope too. I'm checking out the sticker and it's kind of nice to be able to have all the slaps of the different uh, styles that they've put out there. Yep. And whatever you order is going to come in a hand-designed one-of-a-kind box with a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside, a bunch of extras, and some of you are going to get a miracle Grateful Dead bootleg, bootleg. on the inside. Yes, I am talking about an honest-to-goodness cassette tape that has Grateful Dead music on it from back in the day. Yeah. If you're lucky like me and have a cassette deck in your car, I have five bootlegs in my glove box right now that I rotate. And they're giving it to you with free shipping, so put in the promo code NOSIMPLEROAD, all one word, when you check out. You can also put in the notes, any special messages you want on the inside of that hand-designed one-of-a-kind box. So go to shoptourbus.com. You know, something that you probably don't think about very much is lighting in your house like you just come home and you flip on the light and take it for granted it's just a light don't take your lights for granted that's that's a silly thing to do when there's things that exist in this universe in this time and place you are lucky enough to exist at the same time as electric fish lights electric fish lights is the premier spot for designer lighting wow it really is. That's Think about true. that. I never thought about it like it that. It is. You get to literally design what you want your light to look like. And in addition to designing a light, you can create a speaker. And in addition to that, you can create 
different multicolor lighting. So this is the place to get your speed. And, and they got go they ahead. got you well they got you covered from everything from cute and funky cartoon. You can get a SpongeBob, you can get your favorite sports team. You can even get them looking really classy like if you have an art deco type house. Absolutely. It fits into any environment. And you could think out of the box with these things too. You could use them as sconces in your home. You could put them in an easy up. You could hang them in a corner. Uh, you could actually put them outside because they, they are safe to use outdoors. They all come with a 12-foot cord, a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on bulb, a hardware kit to hang the light, and they are giving you 25% off when you put in the promo code NSR when you check out. You're getting 25% off your and order. they're going to shout you a little Del- Delaware magic, too. Yeah. We don't know what that is. We don't know what it is. It could be a t-shirt. It could be a sticker. It could be both. You never know. A little something, something. It's going to be magic. Some extra. Electric Fish Lights. So go to electricfishlights.com. Tell them No Simple Road sent you by putting in the promo code NSR when you check out. Everybody. What? Do you yes. like posters? I love posters. I posters absolutely are cool. do. Have you seen, have you like actually paid attention to the poster line at the shows that we go to lately? It's, it's insane. It's a little yeah. bit out of hand. Actually, I never, ever used to pay attention to it. Now I do. Well, you can go to finandwheel.com. And not and have to wait in line. Don't have to wait in line for amazing artwork to hang on your walls. No, it's not from the last show you were at, but it represents your life because you, as many of us out here, are into the Grateful Dead. We're into the outdoors. We're into, you know, sports like surfing and, and cycling and, and all that stuff. And we're into badass art. So go to finandwheel.com. Check out the designs they got. They have a few new ones. They have a Two Fin Hotel, which is... Twin Fin. Oh, sorry. Twin Fin Hotel, which is a depiction of an Airstream trailer with a couple of surfboards. It looks like you're... You could use this for your vision board. Maybe that's what you want to have happen. You want a little Airstream by the water. True. I like this one's just fun. Yeah. I just see fun. Yep. <laughs> Tube Dreams is a skeleton surfing. Rocky Beach is a nice little camping scene. And the, you know, the tried and true ones like Skeleton and Rose and Surf Life. So go to finandwheel.com. And when you check out, put in the promo code NSR. You're going to get 10% off your purchase and some free slaps from the folks over at Fin and Wheel. These are amazing posters that you don't have to wait in a long ass sweaty line for. So go to finandwheel.com. Another proud sponsor of No Simple Road is Define Premium Cannabis. Define Premium Cannabis. Define. And as the name states, this is where you can go to get premium cannabis and all your other cannabis needs. I thought you guys sold cheeseburgers. No, we don't do that. We do order cheeseburgers. You (laughs) might want a cheeseburger after. You're going to want to after you have some (laughs) premium cannabis. But if you are up in the Portland area, we have two locations. One in Hillsboro, where I am at five days a week, Monday through Friday. And Apple will come out of the back dressed like an old English knight and use his sword Excalibur to find you the perfect cannabis product. Oh, I like that. And then we also have uh, have another location out in Forest Grove. So if you're up in this area and you need to navigate the ever-changing world of cannabis, come visit us. We will spend our time with you to get you suited with the right product because there are a lot of them. Also, we are heading into nicer weather. Business is picking up and we're heading into April, which is that great holiday of 420. So come see us. Get prepared. We'll take our time. You're going to leave happy and you're going on your way to getting medicated and make sure you tell them you listen to the show you're going to get 10% off oh, yeah, free that. t-shirt and if you wear that t-shirt in when you come back you're going to get 15% off so we're giving you a discount on your dope go to Define Premium Cannabis Hillsboro, Forest Grove 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glassby, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Mama, Papa, and Uncle Aaron. And Darwin. Don't and Darwin. forget Darwin. Don't yeah, leave him Our out. trusty Like he's dog. looking over. He's like, he, he did. He me, Mom. <laughs> um, I'm right here. We are, I guess this isn't a test drive. This is a. No. This we're road testing our new studio right now. No, we're. Brand new studio. I would say we're in, like. Not road testing. We're going to get. We bought it. We're yeah. get, we are here. We're we, off the lot. Yeah. We are t- in it. We're driving. Yeah, man. We um, <laughs> we started yesterday and we tore the old studio apart. We tore Apple's bedroom apart and we swapped the two. And now Apple lives upstairs with the rest of us. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in like a regular bedroom now instead of a huge like man cave that was kind of wasted. <laughs> well, space you spent a lot me. of time in here though. Yeah, yeah, I did spend a lot of time in here. I'll no. spend a lot of time in my other room. How does it, how does it feel? Like, 
Hi. Wait. I mean, I know wait, it's young. Wait, let's this should be this. on the outro. Oh, yeah. well, I, I don't know what you started talking. I know like it's we're... my fault. It's yeah. Why you bring things up? I, I was <laughs> just saying we're road testing the new studio, and I can't think of a better inaugural uh, first episode to do uh, an intro for than the Grateful Dead Tarot. I mean, it has no small part had a big part yeah, in, the, in in this, this happening. I mean, it didn't. M- it didn't make it up like it, it didn't create the idea. It propelled the idea and gave the yeah, motivation for it to come to fruition. I think that, um, yeah, the, this d- interview, if you are uh, new to what tarot is, it's going to give you a good understanding of um, how the Grateful Dead tarot deck came to be and the, the two wonderful human beings that are behind creating Aaron this thing. and Liz. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for coming on the show and for hanging out with us and for doing the work that created an incredibly magical vehicle that is a force of nature. They're directly responsible for helping us um, have another side hustle. Yeah. I don't, I mean, we probably would have started doing tarot readings down the road, but this lit the fire to make it happen now. Yeah, kind of propelled it. And, you know, just for our regular listeners of the show, you all know, if you've listened to the show this year at all, that we kind of started out with our New Year's being very tarot-oriented, and then this came to us. I found out about them online, and... It really rocked has, it, yeah, it rocked all of our worlds. So, yeah, again, so, thanks, ladies, for creating such an inspirational and, and strong, powerful deck. Yeah, yeah, and thank you for, thank you personally for me for uh, helping me under, uh, Tarot's been around me my whole life and around me with Aaron and Mel, but it made me buy a deck and start using it and learning how, what a valuable tool it is for self-expression, exploration understanding uh it's much more than i ever thought it was and if you out there after you listen to this episode if you um decide that you want to buy yourself a deck which i encourage any of you you don't have to have any prior tarot knowledge to understand the iconography that's on these cards because if you are a deadhead or deadhead adjacent you have been looking at this art your whole life and it's super easy to understand. Go to grateful www.gratefuldeadtarot.com and pick yourself up a deck because they are well worth whatever you're going to have to spend on it. And uh, they are doing a, a intro to the minor arcana tarot class that is starting um, tomorrow, which is the ninth. Is that right, Mel? Yeah, it's the ninth. Are you sure it's the minor? I think so. Yeah, it's the minor. Okay. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at it and thinking of signing up. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think yeah, we're going to, all three of us will be there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so www.gratefuldeadtarot.com. Um, you can sign up for their classes there. You can buy the decks there. And uh, yeah. If you want to have a reading with Aaron and I, um, hit up www.nosimpleroad.com and there is a tab to sign up for tarot readings and you can also book your session. Um, and if you see it, you know of a time that you, that's not up there, shoot us an email and let us know. And we will be happy to, you know, 
make it happen because we've done a few so far and they've been incredible. And uh, like Aaron said, this deck is, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to get think you about that. right over to the interview. Remember to hang out afterwards to catch up with the three of us and uh, hear what's going on in our neck of the woods. And uh, it's been a, been a hell of a week so far. So yeah, stick around because we got lots of good stuff for you guys. But we are going to do the business and get you to the interview lickety split. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Get yourself a tarot reading. Buy yourself some merch. Make yourself happy because that makes us happy. And when we're you're happy and we're happy, then everybody's, everybody's happy. happy. And, yeah. you know, being happy is what it's all about. The world needs more happy right now. Go over to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. What's that, Aaron? Well, let me tell you what that is. <laughs> that is how we pay for the show. Bringing you episodes like this. Upcoming episodes with Melvin Seals, Jennifer Hartswick, um, Mike Dubois, just so many people. All that stuff is paid for by Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash no simple road. If you can give as little as a buck a month, that is awesome. We call that cute dollars here. Yep. Cute dollars. That those cute dollars add up, man. So patreon.com. We. Also ask that you go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. And somebody did that. This, somebody did. I'm excited. Thank yeah, you. I'm going to take this one, Mel. You're, let, uh, do it. You okay. found it. You do it. Okay. I was so excited to see this one pop up. Uh, this we, we got this on Thursday. Abigail Hackman. And I, I just think this is like a rating, I believe. She gave us an 82 out of 10. <laughs> it's just, well, it says thank you, Abigail. 82 slash 10, five stars. So oh. she says, I've listened to every single episode wow. and still can't get enough. That's wow. why we keep doing this. Oh. <clears throat> the podcast with the biggest love vibes never fails to warm my heart and feed my soul. The NSR crew has a special gift of bringing out the most authentic and genuine conversations with its guests. While I love the interviews, it's the weekly recaps with Apple, Mel, and Aaron that I look forward to the most. It always seems to be the therapy session I didn't know I needed for the week. That's awesome. Wow. Your vulnerability, love, and wisdom has done more for me than you'll ever know. Love you, NSR fam. Give Darwin a kiss for me. Abigail, I love you. Thank you so much for th- this is the thing. being with us. Yeah, you're with us. First of all, you listen to every episode. That I, I, I mean, you deserve something for that. I don't know what, but <laughs> you definitely deserve something for that. Our number love two, and admiration at the yeah, moment. Yeah, but number two, man, like the way that you word what we've done, um, it is. It it makes me super emotional and I just really want to thank you for being so um, great with your, the typing of the words that you use and to how to describe what, what we're doing. And thank you. You got me all teary eyed. Yeah, man, this is, and, and you don't even realize it, but this was the first review in our new studio. That is something that that's true. Is yeah, super yeah. special, Abigail. So okay, and I, thank you. I think all three of us should give a kiss towards Darwin at the same time because that's how she ended it. There you go, D. There you go, Darwin. He, he's like, I don't <laughs> care. Oh, look at nope. He licked it. He's yeah. like, what? So he's received the, the kiss, Abigail. Listen, <laughs> this this is Aaron here. <laughs> Who else would it be? 
you you are cordially invited to any show in the Portland area with us anytime you want. Yeah. And you can stay with us. Yeah. Come out here. We'd be happy. We'll go to a show together. You deserve to come hang out. It would just for saying what you said, like that's really heavy to have listened to every episode. Every episode. Yeah. And to say what you said, like we're just doing, we're hanging out. And to know that it's actually doing something for people. And I mean, we know that, but it's easy to, to forget. To be reminded. To be, thank you, Mel. To be reminded of that is huge. And everyone needs reminders, no matter, like, no matter how good you are at whatever it is. We, people need reminders. Like, even if you're a straight A student, sometimes still saying good job, even though it might seem, you know, what you do, <laughs> what you do, it, it's still need. We need audible, like reassurance of a job well yeah. done. So that's huge. And thank you again. Thanks, Abigail, for, for doing that for us, really, from from the three of us. It's it's huge and it means the world. And I meant what I said. I'm not just talking shit. So come hang out with us. Hit me up. No simple road at Gmail dot com. Let me know what show you want to go to. Come hang out with us. Um, Yeah, you, too, can. Make us cry if you want to <laughs> leave a review. It's not hard. So go on there and do that on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you are able to leave reviews on. And also, please tell a friend that doesn't know about No Simple Road about No Simple Road. Then whatever we're doing for Abigail, we can do for you and your friend. Aww. That See? really helps. Check Friday. that out. I never even thought of that. So, And then don't forget that you can also do whatever you want when you call the tepid line. Ooh. The tepid line is like what I've, I've said several times. It's like open mic, you know, leave us a trip report, what a story, it, a joke. If you went to Fish, Mexico, I would appreciate a little report at 971-808-1524. Come on, Jack and Lils. Yeah, <laughs> we need a Fish, Mexico report. On the tepid line at 971-808-1524. We collectively know quite a few people that were down there. So come on. Let us know how it was. That number again, 971-808-1524. And if if you don't call in and leave a review, we'll just assume that you had a horrible time and it'll never go again. All those pictures are lies. Yeah. And you're you're not rubbing it in by telling us a good story. So just do it. Um, yeah. And then also when you go to no simple road.com, you can look at the calendar of events. You can see where we're going to be. We got a uh, sponge and the special coming up on the 17th of March. St. Patty's day. And then on the 18th, we got pigeons playing ping pong with Karina Reichman. Yeah. And then also I want to remind everybody that skull and roses festival is coming up very quickly. So get your tickets now. And I would like to say something about skull and roses. Our great friend of the show, Jenny, Beadworks by Jenny. Jenny. She is going to be having a little um, collection of her straps at the museum. The Dusty Strings um, exhibit. So come show your support and love for a fellow NSR family member and come check out that uh, museum and her beautiful work. It's stunningly incredible beadwork and if you do not follow her on instagram please do so right now at beadwork by jenny she has made straps for some of the biggest icons in our musical world and uh it is nothing short of amazing so make sure yeah support her and come hang out with us at skull and roses festival and then this is just a reminder i 
I don't have to like try and sell tickets because it's sold out. Northwest String Summit. We're going to be there. <laughs> it is sold out. If you did not get tickets, you can always go to Cash or Trade. Um, that is where you can get, you know, face value tickets for people that aren't able to show up. So, you know, they're doing their thing. Cash or Trade. If you don't know what that is, go look it up. Um, but we would love to hang out with all of you guys at Northwest String Summit. That would be the perfect opportunity for us to have a little No Simple Road meetup on one of the days of Northwest String Summit. Oh, yeah. Um, also, as festival season kicks back in, special message to everybody out there. I hope you're not fast forwarding. If you are, this is where you stop fast forwarding because I have something to ask all of you. If you want a street team for No Simple Road uh, at a festival or a show in your hometown, Hit me up at nosimpleroad at gmail.com and um, I will send you some flyers and some stickers and a thank you. And, and a thank you to all the previous street team, um, what we call them? Participants. Yeah, par- yeah participants. <laughs> I was going to say guests, but that didn't write. Part- oh, but yeah, thanks for doing that for us. That We appreciate that and we love you for it. Yep. And it's awesome we're able to get back to doing that, to actually going out and street teaming because yeah, things oh, yeah. are happening. Yeah, you can actually hand somebody something now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get you to the interview. Did I forget anything? Patreon, the website. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms at Tap Simple Road. Uh, uh, yeah, we did it. Okay. We got it. Stay hang out afterwards because we got lots to tell you. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Grateful, Grateful Dead, Dead Tarot. Tarot. Hello, well, welcome, ladies. ladies. This is awesome. I'm so excited for this. Oh, right on. I'm Thank Aaron. You. Oh, I'm Aaron. <laughs> Good to meet you, Liz. Aaron. And I'm Mel. And then we've got. And I'm Apple. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> We're so glad to be here. Will Such you ladies uh, please introduce yourselves to everybody out there so they know who we're talking to? Sure. Uh, my name's Liz. So I am a mother and dancer and writer and astrologer and fan of general shenanigans in life just sort of doing my astrology thing here on the coast of Maine okay um yeah so writer of the Grateful Dead Tarot super grateful to have done that yeah wow project no no small feat and who else do we have with us Hi, I'm Erin, Erin uh, Cadigan. I am the illustrator and product designer of this uh, project that Liz kindly brought me along on. And um, currently I live in Woodstock, New York. And, you know, like probably a lot of us, I've lived kind of all over the country and Canada for a few years following both the dead and the band Fish. It's kind of where I, well, prior to getting out of college but then once I was out of college it was kind of a full-time gig for me and my art and um yeah I'm I'm a working artist I do art across multiple fields I do illustration I do fashion design I do textile design I've recently started doing um large-scale building projects and interior design and you know anything so I don't have to work for anybody else Hell yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Let's just start with that. Yes, let's start with that. That's amazing because first of all, how did you two meet? So you said that um Liz brought you on, but how did you meet initially? We actually haven't met. 
<gasps> what? Wow. <laughs> Mind is yeah. blown. Wow. So Liz, what was your reasoning or what was your thought behind including Aaron in this? Um, I was, well, I had the idea to create this book. It was really what I feel like was sort of this cosmic download that sort of started coming through in the morning. Um, and I just decided after a little while to finally listen to what was coming in, listen to myself. And I reached out to a friend of mine because I knew if I was going to initiate this project and create this, this tarot book that I really wanted to write, um, that I would need an artist. I would need an illustrator, first of all, because it was such an immense undertaking, but also because my stick figures probably wouldn't appeal to people. <laughs> so I really thought it would be a good idea to find someone who um, was also maybe inclined toward things like you know, the esoteric arts yep. and the archetypal aspect of what we're creating. So um, I didn't really know where to begin. And thankfully, I have um, mutual friends who happen to be, you know, friends with lots of artists. And I asked her um, if she could recommend somebody and she immediately um, suggested Aaron. So Wow. The, be- the beauty of it is that like this had been sort of like uh, ruminating within mm-hmm. myself for a little while. Um, and as soon as it was like Aaron and I connected, even though it was only online, it was like a match to dry wood. And the whole thing just like went up. And next thing I know, we're like making plans and like drawing sketches and putting proposals out and like, you know, coming up with this whole project that eventually became this. Whoa. It is gorgeous. It is is extremely beautiful. It just, first of all, like, even the idea of it is a beautiful idea, right? But pulling it off and, you know, Mel and I have been into tarot for years and, and, uh, how did we even find out about it? Like, I, I can, I'm you, trying to you recall. You told me about their I, stuff. I, I don't remember. It had to have been like Instagram or something Must where it, it came up and I was like, oh my God look at this and we like immediately went on the website and started looking like holy shit I was like we need to get them on yeah we I want to find out how this happened how well and also bring light to it because this definitely deserves some light and maybe you can go into a little bit more of like how you were receiving these downloads because we're definitely magical beings here and I love to hear the beginnings of that kind of a story yeah um I'm used to waking up pretty early, you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m., just sort of, you know, attempting to get myself up for some sort of regular <laughs> meditation practice. Which yeah. I keep that a fairly loose uh, structure, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I could feel in the mornings, like there's usually this period of time where I feel very receptive and very open. And sometimes the universe feels like it's like just more reachable like the more abstract parts of it right and so sitting there I started to actually feel what felt like a tapping physical tappings on my head and then these like visions of this sort of tarot deck would come through and when I say that I mean I don't necessarily mean the art because like all of that came from Erin and her beautiful mind but there was definitely a sense of like this coming together on some level right and finally I was like 
it was annoying me because it kept waking me up. It's like, go away. Fine. Okay, fine. Finally, I'll like, I'll like listen to you. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like the cat waking you up every day. It's right. Like, yes. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. So I like actually took like a random, just like randomly emailed another artist in the scene, like cold, never met this person, like no idea where to start and just like emailed this person and got no response back. And then I was like, see universe, I told you this isn't I tried. Work. I tried. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. So then after it kept coming back, that's when I reached out to our friend, to our friend Arrow, who helped us out. You no, know, like I was like, <laughs> it's, it's incredible to me. Like not only is the deck, the art of the deck beautiful, but to get a hardcover book with any tarot deck is really rare, you know? Mm. And that thing, it, it, even without the cards, that is a huge piece of magic all on its own, you know? Um, and I, I'm curious, like what the process was like for the two of you, as you started going down the road of, of creating this deck, did you just start with the major arcana and work your way through, or how did you go about creating each card? Yeah. Well, <laughs> once we were like, okay, this is happening. We um, kind of just together had like a meeting or two just to throw some concepts out. And I really think the first thing that came through were the four suits. You know, it felt really obvious that the, the, boat, the um, sorry, the cups of the traditional tarot were going to be symbolized by roses. Um, it felt pretty clear that, you know, there was a little conversation back and forth about the bolts and the skulls and, and how they were going to fit in, but it felt really um, correct to have the bolts be the fire and the skulls be the air element as it relates to the head. And then we took a little bit of time to find the bears, but then once it, once it clicked, it was like, yes, of course, like bears. I was, <laughs> I was most nervous about the bears because I mean I'm probably not going to make myself very popular saying this I've never been a fan of the Grateful Dead dancing bears like <laughs> fair. imagery I'm really much more of like the skull and roses kind of mm -hmm. uh, you know person um and 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 I actually left that suit for the last suit to draw because I was nervous about drawing them and you know how to draw them where they're not you know knocking off any other artist's interpretation of them and they're still recognizable as the bears and stuff um you know and for me how with this project it's like uh you know I've been reading tarot since I was in my early teens always very into occult stuff always incorporating it into uh, imagery and my artwork and had always considered doing a tarot deck, but like Liz felt like it was kind of an overwhelming project. And I'm kind of like a cat with a tin ball. I get easily distracted <laughs> by other, other things. And so it was like almost divine providence that this came in at a time when like, I had just finished designing this, not even finished, but I was in the middle kind of designing this music venue here in Woodstock and the pandemic hit. 
And then all of a sudden our friend who I'm going to name here because she's amazing. Her name is Arrow. Hey, Arrow. Shout out. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Arrow. Um, But anyway, you know, uh, Arrow was like, would you be interested in connecting with this girl, Liz? And as soon as I connected with Liz, it was um, I'm not big into partnerships. Uh, A lot of times I find interpersonal relationships difficult at times, (laughs) but we just really hit it off. And I said to her, I don't want you to hire me. I want to be your partner. And I really think that I have a lot to bring because I've been doing art on the scene so long and I have so many connections and strings and I've never pulled any of them But if you make me your partner, I will put all the force of like the people that I know to get us to the right people. I will put all my experience, you know, with pitch decks and all of that in behind the weight of this. And like, we will get this done. I believe that I can I can get this done for us because people have been pitching a Grateful Dead Tarot since like the 80s. Oh, really? I had no idea. We are certainly not the first people to come up with this idea. I don't know how far anybody has or hasn't gotten with it, but you know, Hmm. yeah, we just really, I feel like we were kind of like the right partnership at the right time. And uh, we both are like tarot aficionados. It was really important to us that it not be some, you know, Spencer gifts toy, but (laughs) that would be a true divination device that like whether you knew who the grateful dead was or not you could use this deck and that it would vibe with you and whether you knew anything about tarot but were a deadhead that you could relate to the artwork and the writing um and liz did a masterful job on that book because of the fact that you know we were not allowed to directly say the names or titles or lyrics of any songs. So it's almost like a guessing game when you get this tarot deck, like who who are these people? Who are these cards? Who are these characters? Um, And it was a really magical experience finding the archetypes hold true. I mean, not just for tarot and not just for the Grateful Dead through life. I mean, that's why archetypes are archetypes, but to find and relate them through the lyrics and the music and the scene of the dead and with the tarot. It was a really just blessed experience, I think, for there, both Liz and I. There's such a deep well of uh, energy and like egregore in in the Grateful Dead ethos and the community. There, it's, you know... 50 plus years of psychedelic experience of an entire community of people that have traveled all over the world and gathered together. And all of that soup has been marinating for so long. And out of that, you know, I feel like these cards are distillations of those experiences that we have all had, you know, on the road or whatever in our lives. And, you know, we, um, this past new year's Eve, we, uh, had a little get together here at the house and um mel do you want to explain the the tarot thing that we were doing the the, for the birthday for your birthday in the year oh you know um and this i don't believe this is a new concept but aaron had got me um a tarot tracker a daily tarot tracker for the year beautiful 
like, you know, um, bound book. And in the very beginning, it says, find your tarot for the year. So that's your birthday plus your um, birth month and the current year. So you'll find your uh, major arcana, you know, archetype on there. So that's so, what so we yeah, were. We had some people here at the house. There was like altars all over the house and Mel and I had our decks out all over the place and like <laughs> we were having fun. And uh, at one point in the evening, the rest of the people had gone home. The rest of us that were still here had kind of gathered here in the studio. And um, we were talking about this, what Mel was just talking about. And my card for this year actually is the hangman. And uh, Oh, cool. Yeah. And so well, he like, didn't think it was very cool. I didn't think it was. I was like, really? <laughs> this After COVID and everything, I'm, this is what I get? Anyway. There's so, so much potential in that card. It right. Really, um, so it really gives you it really gives you the full choice. Right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you don't why you're hung because you're hung up because you don't want to take the responsibility of the uh, choice. That you have. Thank you, Aaron. Oh. Thank you. Wow. Sorry, Liz. Liz. Until thank you, Liz. Until you, uh, you know, if you want, you can reach right up there and untie that little thing. Yeah, it's just one down. small vine holding you down. All it is. I know. I got you. You're only like a foot off the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh both of you so, oh my gosh that's a hundred percent everything he needed to hear so we're in here and uh there was people in here that aren't familiar with the deck and so i or with tarot or with tarot and so i start reading the you know kind of the description of what the hangman is about and telling them a little bit about it and we collectively had an experience where the energy of the card descended in the room and it Whoa. was speaking to all of us individually where we were at. And it, it was a shared, I'm getting chills up and down mm-hmm. my back. Yeah. It was a shared like collective experience that was happening. Well, and there was vibration happening it, it, also. Right. Like the, the room was vibrating. There's no mistake about that. We all felt it. We all were under it. Like we were under slash in it, feeling it. So, and I, and I, I'm not, I'm one of the ones that's not well versed in tarot and stuff. I, I have a little bit of knowledge, them much more. And I was what well, we all lived together here. I told them after that, the next day I was like, I was like, that was the first time since I was little. My sister used to do tarot when I was younger, but then stepped away from it. But anyway, that was the first time I ever like felt, I was like, I get it. I felt it that night. I was, I was mumble I was mumbling stuff the whole time to Mel, to Melanie. And I don't even really remember what I was saying until we talked the next day. And she's like, so like, like I didn't understand some of the stuff I was saying. So it, it was, it was very magical. Like they said, something descended on us. I felt it. It made a change in me. So the reason I, I tell you that story is mm-hmm. I can only imagine the two of you working on a deck together. You have to invoke the spirit of each one of those cards to be able to create them. Right. So mm-hmm. how was the experience of doing that through this process was there any experiences that happened with you guys as you created these that you know i'm sure i'm sure we each had our own kind of like a step because we did it really like aaron really just took the reins on the visual and i took the reins on the on the um the uh verbal the written part and the funny thing was is there was so we were kind of so pressed to like you know, we really want to do this. It's like, we almost had to just like stay so deep in the channel of it all the time, like constantly like working it. Um, But we almost didn't get to even like tune in together very much. Like Erin would do her art and I would do the writing and then we would bring them together. And they always fit together, I think, 
probably beautifully because they were still the archetypes of the Grateful Dead that were flowing through. Um, yeah. I knew right away that I wanted every card to be associated with a song or a character. That was like really clear in my, the original download. And thankfully the uh, Grateful Dead have a massive catalog. Yeah. And it was, it's uncanny because like every, um, every archetype in the higher arcana fits like so, so absolutely purely. I wouldn't have a better word for that, but it's just so pure. Um, and then each of the suits, they all came through. And of course, some of them, there were a couple like ones that were like hanging at the end that were like, it could be this song or it could be this song or it could be this song. Cause there's still, there's still like a few cards that got left over, like a few songs that never quite made it as a card because there was always a card that might fit it better. But it was, um, I don't know, just this really amazing process on my end to tune into like, which card was holding the energy or which song was holding the energy of the archetype of that card. And so being able to hold that and then translate it verbally while Erin did the same thing, you know, on her end. So the nice thing about the fact that like two people did this and that we weren't inhabiting the same space or even the same state, um, is I think that it, in the end, it gives a richer, broader spectrum of symbology through the deck and the relating book, because it's not all from one person's mind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, like Liz was really gung-ho to have every single card do a song. And for me, I was like, you know, I really feel like the pips, like, not the aces because those were the terrapins and we totally agreed on that. I said, I don't know that I need the twos through tens to be a song, but she always had one there. If I got stuck on my imagery, I could look at it. But, um, you know, I just really tried to bring in and work with the, you know, the classic Grateful Dead symbols with the classic meanings of the two through tens, because the two through tens really, you know, it's like the twos mean something, the the suit means something, you know, and um, I don't know, it was just, it was really beautiful. I feel like how it worked out. And Liz is a very generous person to work with. She came with her um, outline of what she thought and she was, very open to hearing my thoughts. We went back and forth about some of the major arcana and some of the court cards and stuff. And, you know, I've had a couple people reach out or say, oh, well, I really thought that, you know, this one would be that song. And it's like, yeah, because you know what? Like they're themes and themes keep showing up in life. And so absolutely there are other songs we could have picked that would have maybe fit just as good but these are the ones that spoke to us you know and that's the thing about tarot is that you can believe in the in the presence in the room in the vibration and go really deep with it but if you've never even touched a tarot deck in your life through the visual and the written, like you can almost learn your own mind and you don't even have to believe that there's something else out there behind your own subconscious. It's really like the perfect divination device for people, I think. Wow. The fact that you two 
haven't met yet makes this, <laughs> at least to me, even much more magical and, and special because it's a testament of you two are clearly supposed to work together because if, I mean, it, it could have been any other artist. It could, and it could have been one in her hometown that she could have met with every week and blah, blah, blah. But the fact that you're able to create this without seeing each other, it really is a testimony to the power of the messaging that was coming mm-hmm. through in those cards that really wanted to be created by you two women. And it's, I'm kind of flabbergasted by that, that you have never met and still haven't, have you still haven't met? No. They said wow. No, they still haven't still gotten haven't to hang met. out. So <laughs> we had a couple plans over the summer, but things changed. Yeah. yeah. As they happen lately. <laughs> yeah. Everything changes lately. <laughs> so a couple of things I want to unpack with you are you mentioned not being able to reference songs. Is that a copyright thing? Because these are official, are they not? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So how is that? I'm I'm confused because if since it's licensed Grateful Dead tarot, why right. would you be able to use the song lyrics? You know, the Grateful Dead, uh, and I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm putting out there this is not an official statement from anyone official. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, but, but this is my understanding. Okay. The Fair. Grateful Dead just really didn't want to deal with their like merch situation any longer from what i understand warner music group kind of holds the licensing to the grateful dead visual archives so like their logos their word marks the concepts and related art i mean um all of that however they didn't at the time own the licensing rights to the copyrighted lyrics and song catalogs. Okay. Makes sense. They were working on a deal and they have some sort of deal. I don't know how far it goes that they actually do now are able to license out. Like you I guess make a t-shirt maybe with like the lyrics on it or something and they could license that but that is actually a separate license than the visual license and they didn't get that until sometime this fall or summer anyway i mean basically all our work was done i suppose we could retroactively go for a secondary license for lyrics and go back in and hit people over the head but quite honestly, I don't know if I think it's necessary. I mean, do you guys feel mm-hmm. like you know who these cards are and what songs they're talking what about? What about the hanged man? Have you figured out which one the hanged man is? No, I we I we, we do not we yet. haven't gotten the deck yet. Oh, we're, we're, we we're have not. All, we're all getting ready to. I have a feeling we're all going to be ordering. A oh deck. yeah, we'll, we'll, we're definitely <laughs> ordering a deck. There, but we have not reached it yet. There, there was. <laughs> I, I watched this. I just well, told I them. This, I can find him. I have a deck floating around oh everywhere. sweet well I, I don't know if you if, okay. if you ladies are aware i told them this morning because like i said I'm, I'm less versed in tarot but i i found a video on youtube there's a gal it's called the grateful dead tarot unboxing and tears and it's 36 minutes long and it's her what? it's her receiving her her tarot deck and opening it and she goes through every single card 
Wait and a minute. What is this? <laughs> it's, it's on, it, you have to do it. It's on YouTube. You both should watch it because it's amazing. It's so sweet. It made me understand a little more. And she's guessing at what a lot of the cards are. So you would probably find it interesting to see how it, if you look on YouTube, it's just, uh, let me make sure, make sure I tell you right here. I have it pulled up. Um, unboxing in tears. Yeah, That's it. Grateful Dead Tarot Unboxing in Tears. It's like 36 minutes. She's the sweetest lady. Her husband has passed, so Ooh. she gets emotional with every, especially your guys' dedication, your, your dedication in the beginning. She gets very tearful and joyful. So you should watch it. It helped me also. And I can't wait to watch it. I'm still getting used to seeing my name on the cover of a book. Heck yeah. <laughs> like, that's right so on. YouTube videos and uh, sitting on podcasts feels a little bit like crazy. <laughs> Can you guys see that? Oh, oh. oh wow. No, wait, it, look at the card and see if you can see a little bit of who that might be. It, it'll be a little easier when you have words. Here's the name of the card. Is it backwards? It says the blues. Okay. No, it's showing the right way. For no, we see it. We got it. Yeah. That's beautiful. I see the one. I see what you meant about one vine and you're not very far off the ground. <laughs> wow. So okay. if you look at the card, there's a little bit of the symbolism there of like, what is there, a gun and a diamond ring? Uh-huh. I got you. It's Dupree. And like, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> so I win. What do I get? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so did I wonder about the not necessarily like the order in like, you know, one through, you know, 22 or anything or zero through 22. I'm, I'm wondering or 21. I'm wondering, like, how did each card get like, did you write it first or did it get drawn first or how how did that go? as far as, you know, putting it together? We picked a suit. We started oh, okay. with a suit of cups and we were like, we're just going to go through the ace, which in our deck is the terrapins. All the terrapins are an ace. Um, so would go through the terrapin to the 10. And Aaron and I, I wrote, Aaron created art. We put it together. And then I, I think we might've done the court of the same suit. Yeah, okay. we did because so... I was really nervous. I think Liz tends to be a much calmer human being than I am at all. It's been really nice working with her. I'll be like, oh, it's delayed again. She'll be like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but uh, so I was really nervous to kind of get started. I don't think I've ever done so much drawing and it's like putting yourself out there and are people going to think that this isn't Grateful Dead enough and all of it, you know, all the nerves. Um, so I wanted to start with the things easiest for me to draw. And I felt like roses would be the easiest. Okay. And then I felt like skulls would be the easiest. And then I went to bolts. And like I said, I left the bears for last out of the suits. And we did the major arcana last. So we did oh. them in like batches. So she was writing the roses while I was drawing the roses all the way through ace through king for each suit, submit it for approval and get to work on the next one. That said, we signed our contract in like October, 2020. Mm -hmm. We started immediately, but it's like, I've got two kids. She's got like three, like holidays, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like I think we got the first suit submitted right before the holidays. And I kind of started, 
you know, we didn't know if they would be approved. I was like, what if they hate everything? And I got to revise. <laughs> um, but come January, I was like, said to my husband, I was like, dude, you have to take these children and homeschool them because pandemic. We're oh, homeschooling, yeah, yeah. Right? And I need to go upstairs and draw every day. And like, so that's what I did. And I'm sure Liz did too with the writing, like January 1st through the end of March, Whoa. 24 hours a day that I wasn't sleeping or whatever, seven days a week. I drew. Well, and so you, because you, you were mentioning you're an illustrator, you do textiles, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So because of the pandemic, you were free to do all of this. Is that right? Because you, well, I am the head textile designer for a company called the hippie shake out of the UK. And, um, but I'm not like a full-time employee. We work season to season. I'm their only textile person, but you know, fashion seasonal. So there was this break and actually our spring line had gotten shut down by the pandemic the year before. So they launched our 2020 spring line in 2021. So I didn't have work for the wow. spring line. I mean, it was all really cosmically Whoa. like that. That's what I'm saying. Cause right. you're not in the same place. You got, you have all these three kids, two kids, all this yeah. stuff going yeah, yeah. on. Like that timing is just the, insane. The cards literally came together. Yeah, they were yeah. like, "Hey, we're going to make room for you like, guys to make room for us." Wow. So, so really, yeah. So, in all, was this like a one to two year project? Is that what it? Twenty twenty to recently. No, Time. I mean. 20? Well, let's see. We signed the contract in October 2020 okay. and got to work. By the end of March 2021, I was done with like the visual cards and Liz had done basically all the writing, but then I had to start, I recolored all the cards for the book. The book is only printed in black and gold. Um, it's not full color. And then I had to do the book layout you know, and we worked back and forth how that was going to look and the dedications and this and the next thing um, through the spring. And then I had to start picking like the materials. I mean, I designed everything. I designed the box that everything's being held in. I had to do all the cover art and decide on the materials and the types of paper. It was really important to me that um visually and I think to Liz too I remember talking about it together I I really had this vibe that I wanted this to look like I collect vintage tarot books and have for a very long time and I wanted it to look like some esoteric old book that you would find at the Strand in New York Mm. I didn't no offense to a lot of the Grateful Dead licensed stuff that goes on out there. I kind of didn't want it to look immediately recognizable as a Grateful Dead product. I wanted it more to look like a tarot product. Mm. My primary deck that we do readings Mel, Mel too is the Toth Tarot, the Crowley deck. Yeah. And, and the book reminds me of like an OTO book or some Crowley thing and it was it was cool to see that I was like very reminiscent and it felt familiar and Mm. you nailed it if that's what you were going for you guys nailed it yeah it definitely was and then um you know and then the problem is we thought it would all be on sale 
and available starting this summer. I mean, we had big plans for summer tour, for fall tour. I mean, I had a whole huge thing happening on the West Coast for Fish and Dedding Co. and the Tarot and the gallery I represented for out there. And, you know, the pandemic just kind of uh, screwed us and mm-hmm. production was a bit of a nightmare. And getting these things here has been, they're, they're getting to our warehouse on Wednesday. I mean, it's been ridiculous. I've been answering like, five emails a day, which I don't mind at all. I'm so grateful for people's patience with this. But I mean, literally when we went on sale, we were on, or when we announced our sale date and made the decision with, you know, Warner Music Group, they were supposed to be here in November. I mean, and it's just been delay and delay and delay and it's nobody's fault. Have you you walked into a grocery store lately? (laughs) Stuff's just not getting here right now. It'll be, it'll be all right. Um, Liz, I, I wanted to ask you something. Mel had mentioned that you did a reading for 2022 with this deck, right? Mm I did. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what we have to look forward to? Um, well, I should probably get my article and reference it. I know. I was reading it right before we came on and <laughs> saw the fountain and the, the first one. And I was like, whoa, okay, we need to ask about this. You can read it on our blog or yes. you can find it in the Surrender to the Flow uh, magazine. Too, okay. All right. Um, this year, you know, I know right now, well, let me talk to it like this because I've been doing some of these like year to come readings for others, for other people at the individual level. And there really does seem to be like a lot of the the first couple months, the cards that are coming up are coming up either like in a reversed position that suggests kind of like a slowdown, like come back to yourself, like, you know, don't be rushing to the next thing. Don't project all your energy. Don't like all your beans like all at once here mm-hmm. hold right like contain energy there's a lot of earth energy that's moving a lot of shifting earth this year so it's really important that um we hold on to the ground that we have not necessarily launch pad not yet because that's where we're at right now is this like shifting earth shifting ground energy but i think come march um it looks like from the, the tarot perspective and astrologically things are starting to like shift and we start to move forward. Some of that, you know, um, it depends. I mean, this is what's hard about something as broad as like a year to come reading for mm-hmm. like a whole, well, who knows how large audience, but on the personal level, it even seems that collectively there's a shift for a lot of us um, coming through the second half of the year, say like April to what, like August. And then I think the second half of the year, we really start to harness like who we are and we start Mm. to move more in alignment with this like new energy that we want to call in instead of the old sort of stuck stuff that has been holding us back and creating a lot of suffering in the world. Um, As you know, we kind of work through some of that, then the second half of this year, there is sort of a karmic thing happening where if you really lay into um, the seeds that you want to plant, if you really allow yourself to do the work of like hoeing your garden and pulling your weeds and pushing your compost and like doing that work, then we'll see that alignment come later this year. 
But if you're a little bit more like, I'm just gonna like throw some seeds and sprinkle them to the wind, that'll come too. This is like the Franklin's Tower card, right? Mm, okay. Plant ice, you're gonna harvest wind, mm. right? So it's like a little bit of that energy this year of like a like a reckoning, so to speak. That card, the Franklin's Tower card, keeps coming up in a lot of the readings. Wow. Year to come. Um, something so I really love. Some of that. What's that? Oh, something I really loved about the year to come that you did for like our mailing list and the surrender article, it's all the same one that you had done was I, I agree with you, Mel, like it was kind of amazing to see the fountain pulled, which is basically the star card, which is basically Aquarius. And it's like to pull the Aquarius card in the month of Aquarius, at the beginning of the age of Aquarius, mm -hmm. just felt really like um, magical and affirming, mm -hmm. uh, just for me as an Aquarian, uh, right <laughs> you know, on. that this is like the right thing to do. And mm -hmm. then like Liz said, uh, one of the first things I noticed about the wheel that she pulled was that almost the entire first half of the year was in reverse. And then the cards start flipping upright and the energy starts flowing wow. and moving through through this year. And uh, I, I'm holding tight to that because I have to get out of this freaking house and get out of this pandemic. Join the clubs, <laughs> Aaron. Yes. 100% oh my gosh. With you. Yeah. Aaron, you seem like the type that's not down for sitting and just sitting tight. Like, I need to do right. some shit. I need to get out and go. <laughs> I mean, not to get political and I don't want to discuss the vaccines, but I was definitely like, when are they putting serial extroverts at the top of the vaccine list? Because if I don't get vaccinated and get out of this house, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I, I understand how you feel. There is there is a bit of cabin fever going on on this end as well, well. You know, we got a little bit over the summer, you know, because it seemed as if it was going to, yes. you know, kind of. We, we got to go to a lot of fish. Yeah, we saw nine yeah, we did. fish. Shows. We did get to see a lot wow. of fish and that was, it's, I mean, so grateful for that because it really did. I feel as if that was like the squirrel gathering its nuts. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what it was. We were able to take in all this incredible energy and then now we're having to sit with it I'm again you know exactly I ran out. that's such a beautiful way to put it too like the squirrel gathering it's nuts it's like we're getting prepared for another like, yeah well because we, and now the ground's opening so we can plant yes, yes. exactly <laughs> i'll start with that vine that's holding my heel. yeah well it's funny because his card was the hangman mine was the devil and oh wow yeah so we we're like yeah what's but but i completely understood it after starting to read and you know you start to research and do a little bit of things read from different and you know i'm one for always um foregoing personal pleasure for whatever for duty for right. whatever reasons you know i have children too i've got a grandbaby we've got the sh the, the show yay, yay my grandbaby <laughs> so um, awesome but yeah, we've got How the show. Old? Three. Oh my gosh. He, he was just here too for a few Yeah, days. they just went home yesterday. Um, but you know, like we were talking, like, you know, we missed them for Christmas because they couldn't come out for Christmas and then they kept getting pushed out. So it's like again, back to the squirrel thing. We gathered all these amazing I feel as if we gathered all these amazing um, you know, moments during the summer and then now we're kind of like riding on that. Oh wow. So that is your devil card. Oh, that's that's dope. amazing. Whoa. 
makes me think like, what are you allowing to distract yourself? Oh my gosh, I could be. Where, what are you, what are you, what, what temptations are pulling you away from what you really want? <laughs> well, you, you know, this year I worked a lot of, about things with, with my childhood and not allowing my childhood to dictate my adulthood. There was a lot going on that I would sacrifice for my, to look pretty, to do what's right, to make sure that everyone else was comfortable. You got to be the A student. Always, you know, and that was, you know, dealing with my mom and stuff like that. So I really felt like the foregoing pleasure in a lot of ways was like, in a way, punishing myself and and giving myself like, well, but you look great. Everything looks good, but you're not satisfied. But no, but everybody thinks that you're looking sweet and everything, you know, you've got the answers. So it's like this weird thing this year with what's funny about this whole thing is that one of my, and I don't really do a lot of like, you know, New Year's resolutions, but one of them what this year was to jump deeper into the tarot. And so when I found out about you ladies, I was like, holy shit, this is kind of my personal message to get you ladies on to talk about it. Because I think that much more now, I think it's more acceptable, but, you know, coming up, um, you know, you said you've been doing it since the teens, um, Aaron, and like mm-hmm. Aaron and I have, I've been married to my Aaron um, since I was 19. And that's when I started getting into it. It was not um, socially acceptable Mm-mm. back in that when we got together. It was like fringe and it was kind of like, oh, you know, this, you know, side thing now. It's a cult. Yeah. It's a now it's much more acceptable and it is always has been a way of helping myself understand myself deeper. And so mm-hmm. I'm just grateful that this came out in such a gorgeous fashion and in such a, I mean magical way that it really kind of like brings up the tarot and instead of just keeping it to the side of that fringe and also like like you ladies said you didn't want it to be some spencer gifts yeah thing right and and after hearing the two of you and getting to know you a little bit just talking to you i'm so happy that you're the ones that did this because Aww. because it's real. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a, some bullshit. It's true, like, Aaron. Cute <laughs> fucking dancing bear. You know, it, you, so much you thought that. about it and it's, there's intention, will, and energy, creativity, power, force in these cards. Timing. Like- and that's a real divinatory tool that happens to have the face of something that we all love. So, right. so voice. Like it has a real voice, like I, a genuine, um, like strength of how it likes to communicate its message. And I think some of that definitely comes through um, how strong the Grateful Dead is within our collective consciousness. I mean, it's, you know, Mm -hmm. these are archetypes that inform culture and Grateful Dead is a whole culture, you know, Mm -hmm. at this point, like, you know, some of us are really open and in it and some of us, but I feel like it is this like cosmic soup and we're all sort of flowing through the channel of it. Um, Yeah. And I mean, I, there was a huge, a huge need for the storytelling part, you know, of the, the Grateful Ted to come, come back. So it's not just a brand. and It's not just a, a little like iconography. Like that's so important, you yes. know, right? Because you see a, a steal your face, like you can, you Whoa. can like tap into that, you know, and what it means to you, but to have it come back through the, like the storytelling of like, like Hunter, you know, for, mm. for example, in the way that he, um, treated those lyrics were just like 
I mean, the box of brain book is like, just to sit and hold like some of those words and let them flow through you. And then to let them flow through the like, Mm -hmm. um, archetype of the card that wants to come through. It was just like, like deeply, deeply moving and to have an opportunity to like, to sort of, um, spread almost like spreading that out like the poignancy of what hunter offered and like spreading it out a little bit more thin you know to like i don't know i don't want to be someone who tries to explain what the grateful dad was no no yeah, i could certainly have that conversation yeah of course. that's how this podcast started actually i but- mean i think we could all say you know what the grateful dad is to ourselves and for me you know it's like i was always the odd, odd, odd man out, odd girl out. I was always kind of counterculture. People considered me like a tomboy and, you know, just doing my own thing, wearing my own thing, uh, you know, honing my own path. And, um, you know, I, I was like a punk rocker and a metalhead and, uh, went to a record store and I was very into like dark 1960s. I mean, I was like 12 or 13 years old, you know, and uh, it's like the eighties and I was, I was into sixties stuff, but only like the dark stuff, Alex Cooper. And um, I saw grateful dead skeletons in the closet. So I bought the album thinking, Ooh, how very dark, you know? (laughs) And it's like, you know, (laughs) and, um, And then it's like, you know, and then I went to my first show in the late 80s and it just sucked me in. It was like, oh, my God, here is a parking lot full of adults that look like they're functioning in space. Like I function and I'm always the only (laughs) one, you know, and uh, it changed my entire life. I mean, everything I've done since that first show you know, has been in pursuit of just being true to myself. And at this point, almost everybody I know, all my friends, my husband, I mean, it's just ridiculous the amount of influence that the dead has had on my life, but also the influence that my pursuit of knowledge of the occult has had on my Mm -hmm. life. And to be able to get the chance to marry those two things that's beautiful together i mean what a life goal anybody thinks we did this for like pursuit of money or any other thing then pursuit of like love is out of their mind like this stick is all about love you can tell all of that you can tell And, and you know what like for me you we have a lot of similarities i was a punk rock kid um Wearing a Misfits t-shirt at my first show. And yeah, yeah. Got my, <laughs> I had a shaved head. Yeah, got my mind completely blown. And it was the first time in my life that I touched magic. Real, bona fide magic. And yeah. it started the rest of my life, you know? Yep. Like I, in a lot of ways, like 21089 was my first show. I consider that, in a lot of ways, my birthday. Because I was one person before I went there and I was a completely different one when I left that night. And, and over the years, the grateful dead has had a tendency, it seemed to become a brand and the magic that I knew wasn't being shared for a very long time. It was, mm. it, it, 
you know, when Further and Rat Dog and, and, and yeah. were touring, it was the people that were around before. There wasn't a lot of new heads coming in. It, mm-hmm. it was kind of just like floating yeah. on it, resting on its laurels. But, yeah. But when Fairly Well happened, a rebirth <laughs> occurred. For, I mean, amen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it it completely started a whole new thing. And for me, as somebody that had that experience and also was into the occult, seeing this thing happen is like, wow, it couldn't have been a more perfect marriage, those two things coming together. And it's a, a culmination of like, I don't know, my my whole life being like manifest as a deck. Right on. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely know what you're saying. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. If it, for me, it was this huge leap of faith. Like, do I trust myself enough? Do I like, can I trust this like channel, you know, enough to actually see this thing to completion? Like, if thank I you. Talk, yeah. That, Aaron, and I trust yeah. this lunatic in Woodstock. New York. <laughs> <laughs> can, I trust, can I trust all the moving parts to be there? Like, can I trust the money to be there? You know, yeah. we have mm. a yeah. lot of yeah. very large investment to make and not even oh. a sure plan for how we were going to make it. And um, yet we were like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, universe, And it delivered every single time. Wow. Um, Do you, it, and it was, and it was about creating something real. Um, yeah. Liz, do you have a deck there with you? I do. Okay. Can I ask something of you? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> will, you, will you pull a couple cards for the show? I would love to. Oh yes. And I know I communicated that I unfortunately have to leave at seven. I always miss those little. We have eight things. minutes or yes. seven yeah. minutes. It's cool. Seven minutes. <laughs> Three oh. cards, Paul. Come on. <laughs> All right. Hold on. <laughs> Three seconds. And tune into our, the audience here, the listeners, to anyone who might find this podcast drifting somewhere in time. Tune in to Aaron, to me, to this full moon in Cancer, which has deep, deep Plutonian power to it. It's a good time to manifest, everybody. All right. I'll pull three cards. One for relationships, one for money, and one for happiness. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Relationships. This is beautiful. This is the queen of bears. Aww. The strong maternal. This is mature love. This is a love that comes when you are mature enough and ready to actually receive it and be responsible. It's the kind of love that takes the other as their own. Mm. That he says, you are not separate from me. I will tend you. Right? That like beautiful, soft, like. Like I feel myself right now just wanting to like completely surrender to it because it's mm. so safe and contained, right? Through the element of the bears, but it has that flowingness of water from the feminine 
that allows it to be contained, but without being oppressive, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is an energy that that flows and there's a feminine, a feminine energy to it. So a lot of love coming from the, the feminine, from the divine feminine and from the, you know, if there's a woman in your life, not or, I'm the song. or a female in your life, um, a female presence, tune into her, nurture her. All right. Tell them the song. Oh, this is so funny. This is Mountains of the Moon. Oh, yeah. Okay. But interesting. Yeah, there's a strong relationship also to the um, woodcutter's daughter. With this mm. card, okay? I've always said that that's, that's something Mel. we'll have to tap into I've later. always said I don't know the if woodcutter's you, if you daughter ladies, is Mel. Yeah, I don't know if you ladies know, but Aaron and I are married. So, um, yeah, I said that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, okay. <laughs> so the second card was for money. This is interesting because we have the lovers. Oh, wow. Shit. This is huge. This is a huge um, archetypal process. It's about ultimately about decisions and commitments. What path are you truly feels like it fills you with love? In this card, you can see there's like the tree of the fruit of good and evil. And you can choose the temptation, you know, and knowing that the temptation will give you that strength of consciousness and knowledge, you know, but is, it, is there also another part of you that just needs to surrender and trust? I think either way, whether you choose the consciousness or you choose to surrender, we reach the same point. Mm. And so this is really about owning your truth oh. and just letting your whole self shine. Okay. Got it. So wow. no holding back. And that's how you're going to tap into the energy of abundance right. is by really following, following your heart absolutely to the fullest unwavering, unwavering, unwavering is the key unwavering, unwaveringly choose yourself. Okay. Got it. And then the last wow. card, this is for happiness. And we have a reversed card. So this is the page of bears. Oh, so much earth bears. energy. So much earth energy this year. It's, it's quite a lot. The energy of the page of bears is, this is crazy fingers. And this, I'll go back real quick, but this lover's card, this is Ruben and Sharice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. This is um, the energy of crazy fingers. Upside down. All right. So the page of bears wants us to start a new journey of happiness. We have to understand the, the reason it's upside down is because it's pointing you again within yourself. It needs you to understand, not you to tell others Ooh. what your true, like ground, your true foundation, what you truly are worth. You have to find the worth within yourself in order to actually be happy out in the world. And so if you are looking for your happiness projected outside of yourself, you're not going to find it. So this is about, but it's knowing your worth. It's an, it's a bear's card, right? It's mm -hmm. The suit of pentacles, the suit of earth. So it comes with a sense of feeling grounded and anchored to what you are creating. This is something new, a new energy with a page, the person you want to become. Mm -hmm. You're in a childlike phase. We're all starting something new. This post-COVID, post all the stuff that we've yeah. been through, we are ready to birth a new world. This is a strong energy for birthing energy, a descent into ourselves, into our embodiments, where we can actually create something more sustainable than what we've created. And we can have like um, that sense of happiness and coming, bringing it back to that comes from knowing who we truly are and Definitely. what we're truly. Yeah. So. Wow. You, you two are incredibly amazing human beings and I'm, 
really, really grateful I'm, that yeah. that you did this and that we got to meet. And I hope we all stay in touch. I really do. Yes, yeah, man. I yeah. hope to meet you. I'd love to talk happy. again. I feel like I messed up the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we always we you if you feel free if you have anything going on, come back. Yeah, Let, come back on and, the show if you're going to do will, a launch or something crazy. Come, this come is back. Really fun. I like that. Yeah, and I'll shoot yeah. you guys my my cell number in in the in the email. Yeah. Ooh, so you know who you should talk to? Let's hear it, Liz. Is um. Mike I'm sorry, boy. Aaron. We, he, he's coming on. He's coming on oh, in, in a yeah. week, in two weeks. To, to talk about the poster show? He's talking about his NFTs in the poster show. Nice. Right on, my husband is doing the poster show with him. And of course, I'm going to have a booth <laughs> oh, wow. there. Mike is, I can't say enough good things about oh. that man. I he can't wait to talk to him. Man. Yeah. I'm going to sign off, guys. Okay. And so I have Liz. a. I have a full moon circle. Go do your thing. Oh, go do it. Liz, thank you. It was a Liz, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be in touch. Okay. Yes. Bye. Aaron, all yes. I have to, I just have to say this. When's the fish tarot coming out? Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you, okay. So after I got off dead tour, after Jerry died, I did that entire summer festival tour in the summer of 96, uh-huh. all the way out to the West coast. I was pregnant with my son. And then I went back and got on fish tour, which I had already been seeing them for like about four years at that point. And I never got off fish tour basically. Oh, wow. And so hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, I've seen almost 400 fish shows. Wow. So imagine, And I've been, and I've been, so imagine the amount of people I know. And so imagine wow. the amount of people that have PM'd me to be like, I want to do the fish one with you. And I'm like, I'm mm. sorry, me and Liz already pitched them. And they're like, <gasps> we do everything in house. Uh, <gasps> they're not over. the Grateful Dead with their licensing. They yeah. really aren't. It's uh, not the same vibe at all. Mm. Oh, well, well, uh, maybe, ma, ma. You kn- but you know what? You mm. never know. One never knows. Yeah, more yeah. people that ask them for it, who knows? Yeah. Life is long. Life, life is long. It is. Well, <laughs> wow. Let's you, stay in touch, and yeah. hopefully, this summer when we're at shows, we run across each other. We can give each other. A hug. Yeah, we can share hugs. I would love that. Yeah. If you're coming to New York for MSG, definitely let me know. We are. Perfect. We are in, in April. Perfect. I'll be there, <sighs> and I should be at the fan art show with the deck. Okay. So, cool. Oh wow! Right, they, I'll give you my number. I'm looking forward say, to it, they, Aaron, so much. We're not able to share right hugs, on, right? Absolutely. We're not able to share <laughs> hugs right now, but sharing smiles and conversation is like the world, and it, it's yeah. just great to meet you two and both of yours and Liz's smiles and your and your enthusiasm, magic, everything behind what you just created is amazing. Aww. And, and yeah, thank you. it really thank is. You. It really Thank is. you all yeah. for being so complimentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, <laughs> Nervous Nelly, very huge what the community thinks of this project that we did. And people have been so kind, which Good. has been really fantastic. You you deserve it, though. Just yeah. know that. Like what she was saying about know. knowing your worth and stuff. Know that, Liz, because you, I mean, sorry, Aaron, you killed it. That's okay. You killed it. Like. Yes. Aww, I, both you. of you that i'm i can't wait i'm gonna take a picture when we get our deck and send it to you guys yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. please do we'll put you on social media right on. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All, all right, right. Aaron, we'll talk soon i'll send you my number 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're yeah. welcome. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you soon. You got Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye. Wow. Okay, that right on, Mel. Yeah. Good call, Mel. And Aaron getting getting that oh, wow. That now now seeing who like like Aaron say you want to see who who is behind something like you, this because there's so many people out there that don't well wouldn't necessarily do the right thing with the licensing of the dead and everything like they said they man the wow well it, when I, Mel Mel was like hey did you know there's a Grateful Dead tarot and my first like knee jerk reaction was like hmm. you know what I mean like. It's going to be some fucking cheesy. Like they said, like a spin, like you'd yeah. see it Spencer yeah. flashy and, and great. I, I went and saw it and I was like, oh, Classic. this is real. This is a real thing. Yeah. And, and to know how much intention they put into that and like she designed the box that it goes in and the cover and the materials. Yeah, the, that is. You could feel those. Oh, t- yeah. Those two, you could feel them mm-hmm. as soon as we got on with them and saw their well, Wait a minute, but that, that reading she just gave us was insane. Thank you, Liz. That, wow. Yeah. Liz. Sorry, I kept um, mixing your names up, Liz and Aaron. I just <laughs> was getting excited. <laughs> but there was so much in that reading and then stuff we've been talking about and it's been happening for months yeah. around it's here. It's another com- like confirmation for each each one of us and all of us in NSR. No simple road is buying a deck right now. Well, like she said, the type I, I'm, I'm buying my own too. I think this is a great one now after That's, meeting them. The this is the first thing, place Apple. for me to start because it's learning, reacquainting, learning everything through this. And after meeting those two, but, but this is like the timing she said and everything like, like March. Look at like, what, here what, we come out of that when, you know, March. well, what? Yeah. Yeah, March is where winter rides into March, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be springtime, and there's a whole lot going on. But I just think about like them, how many people, and what you've done with the pandemic time. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I they created a tarot deck. They started this. I mean, can you imagine 78 individual drawings? And that are 78 individual so intricate writings exactly and picking these songs like this is a that could be a lifetime but these women cranked it out in freaking in like in the pandemic like she well she said, well, she said january to through march was like crunch time like okay 24 7 we have wow women what, you know less what? than three months this just makes me realize again i already knew this Women are fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got kids. They got husbands. They got careers. They sat their asses <laughs> down every day as a meditation, as their sadhana to get this done. And they did it. And they did it beautifully. You know, one well, thank God for their men, too. Because like, absolutely. No, no, I, I yeah. know it, it was it was that was that was implied in there. She was yeah. like she went to her husband and was like, you're homeschooling. Yep. I got to do this. And yep. I'm sure he was like, you got it, babe. Yep. You do, do your this. thing. And I got, I got to come out from behind the curtain for a minute and say, you fucking killed it today, babe. Thanks. You aren't feeling well. You had a <laughs> fever. You have slept the entire day. You're not feeling good. And you still came in here and well, destroyed. Well, this was really important to me because like I said during the interview, like tarot is something that I really, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever been out of it, but there's definitely times where it's more important and yeah. I, I, I use it a lot more than 
and I've really been excited and to to relearn and I haven't felt excited about learning something in in a little bit and so this specifically was important because I wanted to see who the brains behind this um, amazing project is and I couldn't be more enthusiastic for everybody our our people our NSR crew to know Liz and Aaron yeah and that like Apple said like if you out there tarot is something that like kind of interested you you thought it was weird and you didn't it was seem like too big of a thing this is really like especially since you are a grateful dead fan the imagery will already make sense to you so you won't be learning an entire friendly yeah you won't be learning an entire new uh visual language that you have to learn how to interpret you already understand that visual language and the way it tells stories. So this deck will speak to you a lot faster than other decks would, most likely, in my opinion. That's I how I kind of feel like that this came along because I, I, I got, like I said, on New Year's, I, I got sprung on New Year's Eve with the tarot. You guys are always, it's always been around. You've done readings for me and stuff, but I actually felt it. And it just the timing and everything that like you said, the reading she did for the show. And the the age of Aquarius, like everything that's going on in this world and where we're going, and this year is all about that. Where renew- are we? Where the, are the, we? The going? renewal. The you know, I, I. Where are we going? I think we're gonna leave that old behind. It's just more like decision making together. I feel like with us as not individuals. I'm talking about NSR, not Melanie, not Aaron, not Apple. Yeah, because that's the other thing. Like she said, the inter- yeah. But like what we're doing as NSR requires more thought and decision making together as a team, as a group, because I'm proud of our body of work, but it's kind of like myself. I was saying on my last, the last episode, I'm always working on myself. I'm trying to like, you know, up my nutrition game or learn how to freaking, you know, do tarot or, you know, clean my house better, anything. It's, and I feel like that with the things I'm involved in and we've done such an amazing job that sometimes it seems like we don't need to do anything else, but I really feel like we do. Mm, I, I agree. Yeah. And we are. I know. I know. Yeah. We are. We will. <laughs> Fine. Watch. More house cleaning, more planting, more yeah. harvesting and he does handstands in grand fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron learned all about that hangman thing. That was that, oh, yeah. that was great. Yeah. It's, all one, right. it's one knot, one vine. You're a foot <laughs> off the ground. No, I'm upside down. I can't see. Ooh, Where am I? Whoa, My legs are all tangled whoa. up. You all did right. it yourself. So here's here, Oh shit. So here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna count to three and we're gonna teleport into the future. Are you ready? One. All right. Two, three. We did it. That you know, I'm in the future now. It. Teleporting, Time keeps on slipping, slipping. My hair feels longer. My nails grew. You look a little older. I thanks, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in a distinguished way. Yeah, that's that's what gay. they call it when you're going gray. They're like, oh, it, it looks good on you. Though. Yeah, salt and pepper looks it's nice. So fucked. And I, I even said to Mel not too long ago, I was like, should I dye my beard? Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember you saying that outside one yeah, time, and, and Mel was like, "Look, I think everyone in this room, including Darwin, there's me, Apple, Darwin, and Aaron. We're just gonna write out our age 
yes, as naturally as possible. If something comes up that we want to try, fine. But I think that we're all looking good. We're doing good. Let's just keep it that way. Yeah. And it looks good. I remember when that came up because we all were out there and we started laughing. I brought up, I can't remember what movie that was, but like the dad's all gray and he doesn't tell anybody and he goes jet black. The dog starts barking at him. His grandson doesn't <laughs> yeah. know who he it's is. Like when you shaved, like don't do, don't, don't mess do with that. perfection. You look great, babe. Everybody loves you the uh-huh. way that you are. Okay. And it's cute. It's just, just weird. We, it's are. it's an odd thing to feel 18 and look in the mirror and see gray. It's a trip. It really is. And get over it, babe. I, You've, you well, got a grandson. I mean, come on. What? What does that <laughs> mean? What? Even if you die, even if you die, you're not going to look like an 18 year old guy. No. Big Did you watch Peacemaker? No, I had no. I you didn't. I've just I've watched the I, I watched the first two episodes. I have no, I haven't caught the, up. One on of it. the characters is is a dude that dyed his beard and then didn't re dye it. So like half of the beard is dark. Oh, and so the, it's growing and, out. And, and Peacemaker continually calls the dude Dye Beard. Do you, He's do like, you, what's up, Dye Beard? Do you remember when I, in in tenth grade? Well, that's about the time. I don't know if you remember that when I shaved my head. No, on the side it was long. It was tenth. It was beginning of going into tenth grade. And I shaved, I talked my mom and let me do it. I shaved it on the sides and had like a, it was like a faux hawk on top uh-huh. and did it black no. on the shaved part. So it was like a, it was a blonde mohawkish kind of thing with black sides. <laughs> and then I let it grow out from there. So I ended up having like black tips on the sides <laughs> as I grew my hair out. It, it was, it was bizarre. All right. I'll I had to really alone. talk my mom. My sister's the one that painted the sides and it. It was that was a very uh, mod period. That's when I was going to see like missing persons, flock of seagulls, and mm-hmm. all right that eighties fucking music. <laughs> I could see you calling me Die Beard all the time too, so I'm just gonna leave that one alone. Yeah, I mean yeah. we just started right in, but well, it's the end of the episode. The episode that was really crazy. Having those two ladies on, what they accomplished during the pandemic. Yes, what they've accomplished, like. Just think about this, just our little household, just the three of us, we got that deck, all three of us have a deck now, and we, it's literally changed our life, it, literally. It, yeah, I was going to yes. say the, the, this particular, because te- Mel and I have several decks. And we love the all of them. Toth deck, the, you know, that Crowley deck, it's gorgeous, the imagery, the colors, the symbolism, it's really what made me fall in love with tarot in the first place. But this deck has been an agent for change. Yes. In this house. Like, not in, in and in no small way either. Like, no. I have, I've had a Toth deck for 28 years, at least. I have never in 28 years of having that deck woken up every day and pulled a card. And yeah. journaled about what I pulled. I have done that every single day except for like one or two since I got this deck. And not because I felt like I had to, but because I want to be around it. I, when, so I kind of like offhandedly was like, I feel like that's your deck. I want my own deck. And then I was kidding, but not at the same time. Like I didn't need another deck. And the second Aaron, I got a deck for, it actually came on Valentine's Day. I opened up that deck and 
the I got the box and I hugged it like it was a baby. Like it felt like it was mine, like it was my like a connection. It was just a, a straight up a connection and the same. I've been pulling a card every day and even though I've I have gone through my um cycles of being super interested in it, then like kind of putting it down and not looking at it for while even years or months this deck it like calls to you mm-hmm. it it wants to be known somehow like that's what it feels like it feels like it's asking to be known and i've never felt like that i have mm-hmm. like i probably have like 20 different decks oracle decks you know the, the rider weight deck all the hermetic tarot all of them are gorgeous but this one is like you're mine I felt like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like when somebody's like claiming you, it was like, you're mine. Well, and it just, it speaks so effortlessly to, to me. I, and I don't know if it's because of the imagery that's on it or what. It's the whole thing. To mix all that, the familiar imagery. And, and, and it's also fun because there's the cryptic puzzle of trying to figure out which song goes with each card because each card is represented by a song or, a, car- or a character in the song or a character yeah. in the song. So hey, th- this, this got me back into it completely. Uh, mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron Mellon have been doing tarot their whole life. Like they said, or their whole relationship together. It's always been part of it. Um, and I always, I wouldn't say spooked, but just a little like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not worthy of that. I need to, I need to know too many things. I all, you know, and I didn't realize so much too though. Yeah. And then like these two have tried to explain to me and I was just kind of always a little intimidated by other decks and stuff. And then after the interview that you just heard and meeting Aaron and Liz and hearing their intention behind this and also hearing like Mel point at something else beautiful that came out of like COVID and this lockdown. So many things we're discovering now that blossomed and came to fruition through these tough times. It's amazing what can grow in the crap sometimes. Absolutely. I don't know how personal you want to get with what's going on in the past few weeks. Yeah. But I think you should share some of it, man. Not all of your deep stuff, whatever you're comfortable. Like kind of in a nutshell. I'm in a nutshell. (laughs) I stole that one from last week. Oh. Um, well, well, I, I got the deck and immediately, you know, started familiarizing myself with it and reading the book, uh, and started drawing cards. I, I got over the thing immediately by reading their forward and kind of getting into it. Uh, it, it just started, it felt natural. It felt personal. It felt very personal to me. Like, okay, you need to do this for yourself. You know, forget about thinking, forget about, I'm not even there yet either of thinking about doing readings for anybody else or caring about that. It's teaching me more about myself and more of an insight. And the thing I'm learning about tarot, which I, I love with Aaron and Mel because they're more versed in this. I come up to tell them things and they're, they're like, mm-hmm. they like know what I'm talking about because they've been there, done that. And it, it, it it's like having a twinsy. Or like looking in the mirror. Nice. That, yeah, you're that, right. That, that you can't, you cannot bullshit. You can't bullshit it. You can't, you know, turn your back. Well, I mean, you can turn your back on it. That was part of one of the things I did at first. I was very into it for like three, four days. And, you know, we get busy around here like anybody else does in our life. So it was not on the shelf. It was actually on my book 
or on my uh, coffee table and I had uh, literally ignored it for several days. And uh, also this is the same thing we were talking about, how we've changed the studio and the room. I kept putting that off. This is something I mentioned like last year during the summer and then just buried it and was like, no, I'm too comfy in my big room. And uh, the, this, it brought it very much back to light and made it happen this weekend. How did because the deck the other, make that happen? Like, Well, the other day, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. After this ignoring, it was t- the cards I was pulling is like, you know, you, you have too many possessions. You put too much stock in these possessions. These possessions take parts of you. And, and, I'm, and I'm learning how to interpret this, too, because you got to read between the lines and make it apply to you. Um, the things that each card represents and tells you it's going to be different for everybody. You got to figure out where you fit. Dude, you're going to be so fucking good at this. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Well, you, uh, before, I'm sorry, just before you finish Apple, like you're so good because of the way that your brain thinks is like, you're like into research and you, you, you're connecting dots a lot. You, you like to do that. That's exactly what this requires you're gonna be so you know well, that, that type that, of mind and i was and sharing this with you guys too it's that you know sometimes i share stuff right away sometimes i'm, I'm learning too sometimes it's good to marinate on a little because it's not exactly what you think at first especially with this mm-hmm. i've pulled a few cards where i'm just like oh bullshit how does that even pertain to me i'm i don't have a lot of money it's talking about my finances and investments well that can mean a whole lot of fucking things your investments in yourself relationships you know you, you got to learn how yeah, where you're putting your this. energy and that just the way they write this wrote the book and the intention put into this it, it, it's just so clear to me and there's that connection like aaron was saying i've been listening to this music my whole life so it's embedded in there along with other stuff but okay so back to i'm ignoring it like kind of like oh you know god i had Silly a hard tarot i had a hard day at work i don't feel like reaching over there and pulling a card and reading <laughs> a chat you know <laughs> like like now i can say that because it was such bullshit that just that lazy thing where we plus i realized now that i was it was scolding me it was telling me things that i didn't feel like dealing with at the moment well and, when, when you say that i, I have to like Un, like, yeah, you know yeah. when there's an asterisk next to something <laughs> yeah, at the bottom yes. of the page? So Scolding yeah. me. Well, when Apple says that, what, what he means is like what the card represents made him realize something about himself that he didn't want to see. Face. Yeah. yeah. Like the card didn't yell literally at yell at him or like <laughs> it, there, it wasn't okay. a negative thing. It, yeah. It's just... It makes you, sometimes you see things when you're reading and then you're like, oh, that, that's, that's how I do. That. No, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm you not going to deny you, it, you but it's just be, you. Uh, you can't um, invite the tarot into your life and not think it's going to change it. Right. So that, but that's what he meant by that. Like it's, it, it's not anything spooky. There's no spirit in here telling oh, yeah. him oh, shit. Okay. It, yeah. It's, it's <clears throat> him realizing something about himself that he didn't want to face or heretofore didn't want to admit yeah and, and, and in this way with tarot you, you, you can't deny it when it, <laughs> it like when your mom it's like getting a scolding from your mom or something like that but beyond that because it's coming from within from without around and within and so so i i'd been ignoring it a little bit and just had it laying on the table and uh 
I think it had come out, Aaron and Mel, where they were being, you know, kind of like, oh, okay, you're going to move the room, but we had to kind of put it on the back burner. We were again. giving him very low grade, like little very, jabs, yeah, very, you know, here we and really there. Because we really wanted this to happen. And, and so, well, it's like a reminder. So one night I, I had Tara laying here and I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I just need to move it. I'm going to knock it over the way it was on my table. The cards were laying out and it was dark in my room except for one light on an electric fish light oh. <laughs> literally my minion that's a spawn so, so i pick it up and and all of a sudden i mean i i swear this is this it was weird it was like it, it didn't fall out of my hand it's like it almost jumped out of my hand the entire deck in the dark and it like whack hit the ground i'm like oh shit i'm like i'm oh i fucked up my new cards is one of the first things i thought i fucked up my tarot deck that so i go over and turn on the light in my room and I look, and the way it landed, it just it, it actually split in two and fanned out in two directions. And it was three, it was four cards. Four cards had shot out of the deck and flipped. Everything else was face down still, except for these four <laughs> cards that were flipped over and looking at me. And my immediate reaction was, like, to clean up my mess that I just made. Like, I was just going to put them all back together and go ahead and put it on the shelf. And I was like, wait, it was like hello, dum-dum, like, <laughs> like pay attention. And I don't remember right now. I won't go into all that yeah, depth. You don't need the, to go yeah. into the detail. Yeah, I, t- I took picture. I, I take, I've been taking pictures of the cards I pull and stuff, so I keep those in mind. Uh, but what, what it was was basically everything was pointing towards boiled down. Like, now, now is the time for change. You have asked for change. You're ignoring it. Change is here. Do it now. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's one card. Next card, same thing. Like, like, hey, hey. Double down. You know, and, and then I shared this with them, and several days went by of me starting to draw cards again every day. I usually do one in the morning before I go to work and three in the evening. And I mentioned it to them. I, I was like, I keep getting the same thing. Aaron, Aaron brought it. It's like, dude, if you if you don't kind of follow the guidance that it's trying to give you for your better benefit and everything, you're going to be stuck there. You're not well, going to and again, not, explain that a yeah, lot. I'm going yeah, to break this down. This is asterisk bottom of the page. Here we go. What I meant by that is if you realize something about yourself that you need to change and you don't change it, that thing still needs to be changed forever. And you, when you, yes. when you're like, what do I need to change? Well, that thing that you just realized, dumb, dumb. You, you keep coming like, back and asking well, me, what should I change? And you've yeah. been told. Your mom is telling you, eat your dinner and you can have dessert. And then you're like, hey, can I have dessert? Eat your dinner and I can have dessert. And it's not going to, your mom's not going to change. Well, and, and it's, 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 you have to eat you your dinner first. I'm going to liken it to, I'm going to break this down super easy. If you eat really poorly and you realize, wow, I feel like shit all the time. I need to start eating better. And then the next day you wake up and you eat like shit and you're like, what do I need to do to feel better? You're not going to get a different answer the next day. You're stuck. You're, in that. I need to eat better. And then next day, ask yourself, I, why do I feel, oh, I didn't eat good. Hmm, probably need to eat better. That, that's all yeah. that is. There's no, it's, it's no, that's not, a good, again, but it's this not is making a, him do anything against his will. What's happening is no. it's, it's, it's creating internal, like, um, intuition. Yeah. It's, it's heightening the intuition and, and it's creating a conversation like the, there is magic in the deck. Yes. And there's, and the reason why it's because it's symbolism. 
and symbols carry meaning. And because the Grateful Dead has this iconography that's been being charged and carried around for years and years and years, put on these cards with the meaning of the original tarot and all of their meaning, it is strong. So it creates magic and movement and questioning and intuition and all of those things by yeah, okay. by playing with there it. There we go. So yeah. there, there's the, the at the bottom of the page. Please continue. No, no, I like I like the, well, the, I think, this yeah. is good because yeah, is I, good. I have a different way with word that that and then I'm not as ver I'm learning, but that's what's so awesome about this well, deck and the I way like they your, wrote your, about it. Your ex- explanation is perfect. I'm I, just I I'm just making sure that there's no um misunderstanding with anybody out there that like yeah. whoa. That's oh no! Totally, totally. Me. Well, because that, that's how I, I I've been there at points in my life right. and everything. I was taught at a young age that that that, that this isn't for you. That you, you don't understand this. This yeah. is right. This is something. You know, basically, like this is for grown ups. Someday we'll tell you why. Well, you're fifty two. You know. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. And things <laughs> come in your life up. when they're supposed to. So yeah. So then so so that happens, and I'm like, I, it was just like, whoa. Okay, I can't. I can't ignore. I can't ignore this. I was going to say deny this, but it's like, can't ignore this. It's a personal thing. I mean, I could ignore it, put it on the shelf and forget about it and never touch it again. But I realized the the power that was being sent my way then the intention. Wow. Well, and, that's, and once that's you. That's a big statement. And once you see something about yourself that needs to change that you've like. That you know you is right. The feeling of that thing needing to change. You can't really. I mean, you can put that on the shelf. But it's going to be like a thorn in your brain. It's always going to be. Yeah, it's going to be on the shelf festering a little bit and stuff. So long story short, after all that, we moved everything this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, we, within, well, we started at 2.15 on Saturday and we're all, we were, we we were, we were done, ready to record, uh, to do our interview today with, with Melvin Seals who blessed our new studio, our yep. little, you know, what, what a better person to, and there couldn't be a better person to bless something than Melvin Seals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we got it all moved within 24 hours. There's, you know, now it's going to be, it's going to be weeks of fine tuning, hanging things, but it, it was a refresh for the whole house. Dude, Mel, yeah. I, had a, I had a big desk oh. in here that I didn't really use much anymore. And Mel now uses that, and that moved into her room, like in the basement. His, she does her collaging and stuff. His movement literally blessed everybody. everybody. Everybody got an upgrade. Everyone got an upgrade. When when I was putting together my little area, I was almost in tears. Just the organization of everything, and like even though I'm highly like I'm a messy person, but I'm not a dirty person. And let me explain that. Disorganized. I leave shit everywhere. If I have my book, I leave it up on the counter. If I have my phone, it's down in the bathroom. If I had like, I just, my shit's everywhere. (laughs) But I also kind of know where I I put stuff sometimes. Yeah. Mel's the person I'm like, do you know where these things are? And she's like, yeah, it's under this over there in the back. Yeah. So the thing is, is, my my desk was very fucking messy because I've got all these projects going on. And the, when that desk came in there, the Apple gave me that desk and I was able to put it together. I realized I just needed somewhere to like an, a way to be more organized. And it made it like blessed me. It 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 took 
a feeling off of my shoulders that I didn't know I had. And and it gave us all the one thing I love about it too is we all had our own separate projects. Mine was getting my room moved. Aaron's was getting the studio and his workspace for work set up. Yours was getting Mel's was setting up hers down in the basement for all her collage stuff. And that made me so happy at the end of the day for both of you for 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 participating, which it did require all of us. It, it required a, a house full, plus yes, our good did. buddy Cody to come over oh, and help yeah. us out, who is always such an awesome person to be around. But at the end of the evening, when I went in, I, I went in to tell Mel like a couple features of the desk that she might <laughs> not know. And she'd already figured everything out and, and stuff. But I saw her, she was sitting in there so pleased when you were sitting in that seat. And then like the keyboard thing I wanted to take off, she's like, no, it was perfect. That's where... I keep my things I'm working on, my active projects go full, perfectly suited for Mel. Mel used that better than I ever have. You know, and <laughs> thank here, you, Apple. Like that for real. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> talk about like, sometimes we just get moving, you know, like once inertia happens, you just get going. And then whatever the way things are afterwards is just normal after that. Just take a minute the two of you and just sit here for a second and look around, look where we are. Like this fucking thing started on the porch (laughs) in front of our house (laughs) and then to our dining room table with, with one snowball microphone and at first and, and then into a bedroom and now we're sitting in this huge fucking studio looking at a beautiful sunset mm-hmm. with the trees <laughs> and it's like apple man you're it's been it's, your your shift <laughs> your you moving moved no simple road up yeah you, you leveled us up dude it leveled up the house. It leveled up our relationship, our house, everything. You guys, now, now we're getting all emotional. You guys, last night, I was... Uh, it's so I was just I was just so elated to, to hear your guys' praise. Of, 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 and it wasn't just... It, it, was, it was directed towards me, some, but, but it was directed towards what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, not just no simple road, but this house, mm-hmm. this household, our relationship, mm-hmm. everything. It it felt like you fed our our three way relationship, the show and the household by your one move. Yep, and to me, like I was couldn't fucking be any prouder. Like it felt like graduation. When you day. told me that you told me that like you, we, that you said that and I almost started crying because you're a mom. You got that mom thing and you, you're like, I couldn't be prouder of you. I just that simple statement and the way you looked at me and delivered it, you're like, I couldn't be any prouder of you than I am. Seriously. Doing this. Like, and I was, I was like, <laughs> and well, like if I would have, if I would have responded, I would have been like, <laughs> I, was like, know, like well, I was like, thanks. Mel. You know, a while back I have, I, when we did that Reed Mathis episode, I had written Apple a letter and it's a, our thing. It's personal, but like, you know, Aaron, we have such a unique and dynamic relationship, like the three of us and then each one of us individually with each other. Yeah. And 
Apple is straight up my brother, but not just that, like he's another best friend. He's so many things to me. And so to, to see him like pull himself up by his mm-hmm. bootstraps yep. and take no for an answer for like Aaron was trying to like, you know, postpone it for good reasons, but still like he was, you know, gave him a little bit of, you know, crap about like, well, maybe I wasn't next giving week. him crap. I was just, was just stating he, he was, yeah, he was, he, he was being realistic and yes. I wasn't having it, yeah. and which is it, not my usual exactly. MO either. I usually would just be like, fine. Then. That's what it, it was. For another year. It was like, I'm not fucking no, we're going to do this every, if you don't want to too fucking bad. Like it was, and nothing was said like that, but it was like the way that you said it mm-hmm. and the strength and it, it did, man. It, it, changed everything one of the, in one um one move changed everything it was like checkmate yep and one of the like i'm really a visual person like imagery is a big deal to me i'm artist and stuff and like when uh when i read cards or like i'm tripping really hard or um i get images like pictures that tell stories in my head and uh this what i see is like if you picture like a stream or yeah a stream or a creek and the stream is flowing and there's like you know pine needles and like rocks and stuff on one side and the water's still like cruising it's it's flowing but there's this like pile of stuff that stopping and hindering some, some, a little. Of the, some of the river from flowing and doing its thing. Yeah. You literally like came and scooped that shit and set it on the, on the bank and like everything Let started, everything, everything started moving the way it should. Well, and I, I need it just for everybody listening out there. The other thing too, we talk about, especially through this last couple of years or everything we've all gone through. I, mentally health wise really needed this to happen you know and, and things happen when they're supposed to probably would have been yeah, I mean, it would have been awesome if i would have done it a month mm-hmm. two months ago whatever things happen at the right time i would i was stuck um and then we, like last few weeks i keep talking about that where i'm at like my week and stuff spring is coming it just felt like it's time for renewal change getting rid of old things moving on we're coming out of the muck we're moving on things are happening and this was one of the very important things to unblock that flow for myself and for our our household yeah and and like i said like the river is still flowing like it it wasn't you weren't holding anybody up it's still going down but no, it's like, but, it, but it's just the imagery you just described. I'm picturing myself of the, that of I'm that clumpy thing that was starting to build up, and I needed to like, yeah, like clean it out and get back in the flow. Yeah, it's it's heavy, man. I I came down here while Mel was still at work, and you were taking a shower, and I just I was like trying to get the lighting right for for our interview with Melvin and stuff, and like redoing, retooling everything, and I just sat down in my seat here and was like holy fucking shit and like it can seem small if if you think about like you just move your fucking room downstairs dude. who gives a shit <laughs> what do you guys think is such a big deal about have. people are like what the wow they moved cool you, you moved but 
it's like so much more than well, that. And, we're and we're even, talking about energy. And even like how it feels. We sat down and did that interview with Melvin and it feels different. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it put me on a different footing. And um, it felt just like you said, it feels like the flow is more. Or there's more flow. Yeah. We were packed in that room having to move everything every time we did something. That's what I was going to say last night, too. The same thing. I got it from both of you. When I saw Mel at her desk, and when I came in here, once you had gotten all set up here, you had the, this was shambles getting this set up still. Stuff. But you got your workstation for work set up. And when I came in, you turned around the seat, and you had the biggest fucking smile on your face that was Dude. like, was was like uh, I couldn't have bought you a present that would have made you as happy as having this because you needed it too. You've been crammed in that room for two fucking years working from home, and all of a sudden you got space. You're looking out a fucking siding glass door at the pine trees. Darwin's in here with space to lie down. I, you know, shit happens for a reason. I almost feel selfish that I was in here. Oh, and no, man. Man. Oh, no. I know we've talked about it. I know, I know, but that I, it, would, it just was like, oh my God. And it, the thing I got out of all this too is, is like, just start making the right decisions and doing things when you know what you need to do. It's hard. Well, it, that's, it is, that's part especially of our in the pers- Well, this is our personalities. That's what, like, like Aaron, he immediately will change something. It might not be the change that needed to happen, but he'll immediately do something. You maybe sit on it for a while and it takes a minute and okay, so whatever. But like, everybody's got their own style and- Hold, we're getting we're tissues getting over tissue. here. I know because yeah, we're getting. Everybody's got a drippy nose. I know. There's, there's, look, there's no right or wrong way. Don't ever feel bad about staying in here. This, this is your was. Is. You needed this. You needed this place when we first moved here, and now we are every single one of us in this house is in a different place. So we have to reflect it, and you know, uh, feng shui is another. You know. I'm not really into feng shui, but everybody can understand when they walk into a house and they feel it. Maybe it's a it's a safe space if it's like cramped, if it's like welcoming. And now the studio feels like it just it feels like open for business. Yeah, and, you know, and you know, you you talked about like when I turned around in my chair at my workstation like yesterday. Bro, just being able to throw away that plastic thing <laughs> that I was rolling around. We, oh, dude, that, we, that me and Mel tripped on walking just into the studio. Just being able to throw that away. What I was smiling about was rolling on that bamboo on the mat bamboo that I got one. right there. Holy shit, dude. It's the best rolling experience ever. Okay, so <laughs> what Aaron's talking about is when you have a home office and you don't want to screw up your floor, you buy that plastic mat that goes underneath the wheels of your... Chair. chair so you can move around and not screw up your wood flooring or whatever Aaron had this cheap whatever one it was pissed us off every day Apple has this luxurious gorgeous like bamboo, bamboo mat down here in my room and you know wasn't really being utilized too often and so Aaron gets down here it gets on like, that mat I was like holy shit that plastic thing I daily was like this fucking thing, God damn it! I'd walk in there and trip, and I didn't want to be in there in the first place. I'm at work, and like now I'm tripping on something, or I can't roll, or I'd roll onto, it and it would all bunch up. And 
it was the most annoying. I was so ha- so. Thank you. You're great. <laughs> no, I'm so happy. Pat. Well, it just a real quick little backstory too, so that nobody out there is like, "What the fuck does Apple have a desk and all these nice things and doesn't use them?" I did when we moved up here. I used to split <laughs> duty. I I just didn't feel like I need to explain that. Like, why does Apple have a nice desk and all that for no reason? I went with he you works, to buy he that. Works remember, in the cannabis industry. I worked for my dad. I worked for my dad back in Vegas. He he's an attorney, and I worked for him for many years. When I moved up here. He didn't know what to do without me, and I needed the income, so I worked remotely for him for quite a while, and that's why I had that desk and a desktop computer and all those nice things. But like everything else, like a lot of my possessions, I've outgrown them. I don't. I need. I. It, it's another thing of moving on. There's nothing I like more than giving something. I don't want any money back for something I bought. I want to see somebody else enjoy it. Yeah, that's you're, you're my favorite thing. Yeah, you've got a good heart that way. Mm-hmm. I really? love something that I love and that I'm now over. I want to see somebody else love it like I did in the beginning. That's what I want. I yeah. don't want any money in my pocket or anything. I want that big smile. That's well, dope. I just know you that, got it. That every, <laughs> everything is different and. This feels so good. It feels right. And um, I fucking, I'm so grateful to every, like everybody that listens to the show. And, you know, you guys are the reason that we do this. And this is the thing that's giving us life and purpose and fun and direction and all that shit. So. <laughs> I, I hope you guys out there get it. <laughs> I think so. This yeah. is not just a, I fucking know Simple Road. It's a podcast. Cool. Yeah. No, sorry. This is this is serious business, man. Yeah, we're super serious. Yeah, serious. Well, like so anything if, that's really good, I think, you know, it's not for everybody. The people that get yeah. it really get it. No Simple Road is like tacos. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like so if y'all are wondering how our week was, that was yeah, it. Yeah, it, was it, our week. it was a collective, yeah, pretty, incredible week with really, like, it just such amazing forward motion. I, I feel like we went like 20 light years into the future, you know, Octane with this. And, I, and I, one last thing I got to add, because I told Aaron this last night, okay, I, I actually appreciate his, like he said, he was coming from a very made sense of like dude we got a busy weekend and i was like i don't care all our <laughs> all our fucking weekends are busy now like he like, like for aaron, aaron gave it because aaron and mel have always been my best uh cheerleaders whatever for whatever i do and stuff but aaron gave me a little stink friday night uh, not stink but it was like no not this it weekend it was a little stink it was and i was like i was like well i i'm doing it if i don't do it this the next week blah, 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 when blah. you said that i was like he's right shut the fuck up and and it, and it made me feel better because it made, it made me it made me feel like i told you it was like i made the decision you guys have been high my back. You've, you've, dro- you've dropped little. You've <laughs> dropped little. You know, uh, passive aggressive yeah. comments here and there and stuff. Uh-uh. Right? Mel did that a couple of weeks. I even pointed out with passive aggressive comments at the dinner table. Oh my I was God. like, I was like, I know, I, I know, I pissed you off because you got terse with terse. me. <laughs> that word. No, I thought about terse. it all fucking night. I thought how hilarious <laughs> the utilization of that word, and it was per- it was perfect because I was. I'm, 
it's hard to be pissed at you. Like, there's no literal reason to be pissed. <laughs> no. It's just like, really, dude? Like, come fucking on. come on already. Let's do this. Yeah, you know what, you, know what you need to do. And we're both giving him like that. And then he's finally like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like behind the scenes, I was like, Aaron, don't you ever fucking do that again. She if was. Apple says you need but to that, do something, then you fucking do it because he doesn't. Like, I and was I was like talking to him. Mel about that. Me and Mel on the side for a minute last. I was talking to her about that. Me and Aaron. That's another reason we're such good friends. We've been in each other's lives so long. We've done that to each other our, our whole lives quite a bit oh, when yeah. it comes to things. Yeah. Like, like that. Like we're both really good at starting things and not finishing them. We've done that. It's like, I'm going to finish this. And Aaron will like almost be at the finish line. I'm like, why, dude? Just quit. <laughs> like, like we know each other so well. We judge each other on past behaviors and things. But we we always want the best for each other. And it's just yeah. funny that we relationship. just happen to be in the future. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody. Thanks, man. Yeah. You guys fucking rule. We, you so cool. <laughs> yes. Liz and Aaron, yeah. thanks for being on the show. Thank you for creating such a magical, beautiful piece of art yeah, and doing what you do. Yeah. For doing what you do. I hope everybody who has a deck signs up for the class and takes it to look, get even deeper. Aaron is an incredible teacher. I think both of them are going to be. Doing they this are. One, yeah. Yes. And that's, um, what's amazing is Liz daily. is an incredible. Once you have this well. deck, you're going to be following them daily on Instagram. Cause there's daily update. I mean, they are so involved and in it's not yes. like I made something here. You go by. It's like, <laughs> they're it's in like, it. yeah, you're in it with them. Yeah. So www.gratefuldeadtarot.com. Sign up for the class. It is the Minor Arcana. What that means is there are... Um, 78 cards in the deck. Mm-hmm. And there's 22 major, major Arcana. And and then there's the... They call the small cards or the, the Minor Arcana. And it is like the numbered cards, like the Eight of Wands or the Eight of Bolts or whatever. Um, that's the cards they're going to be going over. And I would say or somebody that's been in tarot for a while, the minor arcana can be the most confusing. So it's a great place to get a foundation. Get your feet wet. And get your feet wet, yep. Because it will start you off with a knowledge of something that could otherwise be confusing. So it'll make it clear from the jump. And from somebody that doesn't, that is just really, for the first time in my life, learning tarot for myself, I thought just because of the minor and you look at this, it was like, those aren't as important as the, sometimes they're even more important. Absolutely. And they go with one of the majors sometimes that helps explain why that major popped up. Yep. And I mean, there's so much to it. Lots there. So yeah, do all the things and then yeah. go to no simple road.com. Sign up for a reading for me and Mel if you want. Um, and also take care of each other. Yeah. Smile is stranger. And you know what? encourage and uplift your bff yep call them up tell them they're doing the right shit if they need help go help them out if they need a word give them a word help your best friend out because you don't realize how much sway and influence you have over them trace it and with them try not to step on your best friend's feet right
Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it's a good that's phrase. A good that's thing. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about encouragement. <laughs> that, that, that's what that, <laughs> no, that's how I know. Don't step on your best friend's feet, meaning like don't fuck with them. Yeah, don't, but if like, you're not stepping with, on their feet, you're encouraging them to keep moving forward. Oh, see, I just took it totally literally. Like when you're dancing, don't. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you guys. Darwin said, make sure to give all your pets all right. Aaron treats. Aaron just wanted to throw Trey in give there. That's fine. Give your pets treats and love. Yeah. Yes. Darwin. Do that. Smile yeah. at a stranger. Wash your hands. They're dirty. Safety third. Hydrate. We'll be back next week do that thing you've been putting off tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.